Command number 32. If part of your body sins, get rid of it. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into hell, where their worm does not die. Mark 9, 43, 45, and 47 through 48. It has been mentioned before that Jesus occasionally uses overstatement and exaggeration to get his point across. That is obviously again the case here. No one seriously believes this command is to be obeyed literally. None of Jesus' own disciples, to our knowledge, obeyed this command as it stands, nor did Jesus expect them to. The reason is obvious. No hand, foot, or eye actually causes anyone to sin. Sin is born in the mind and heart, then carried out in the will. Motives begin internally and lead to the attitudes and actions that follow. Jesus makes this clear in Mark's Gospel shortly before the above passage. For from within, out of the heart of man, come evil thoughts. 7.21 Cutting off a hand or foot or plucking out an eye won't prevent sin. The origins of sin lie deeper. But Jesus wants to leave no doubt how serious sin is. We are called to righteousness, to perfection itself. All sin is the enemy of righteousness. Therefore, we must be so in earnest about rooting out sin that we would even be willing to cut off a hand if that would accomplish it. It won't, but that's how serious the thing is. So what is Jesus really commanding of us? Quite simply, if there is sin in your life, anywhere in your life, deal with it. Deal with it ruthlessly. Do not delay. Get rid of it. There is another potential problem here. It is fearfully easy for a command such as this to be glossed over and ignored. The fact that it is obviously not to be taken literally, becomes an excuse for not taking it seriously at all. With that door open, any command one wants to explain away is easily enough dispensed with in the same way. It is a lethal pattern employed by Christians the world over to render the commands of Christ meaningless and thus gut the essential power from Christianity's witness. If we want the world to think that the Christian gospel really doesn't matter, all we have to do is start explaining away this or that command, and our objective will be achieved quickly enough. All the commands matter. If certain of Jesus' words are not to be taken literally, then it is incumbent upon us to discern their deeper spiritual intent, and then obey them. Only so will the world know that Jesus came from the Father. If part of your heart is responsible for sin, find it, deal with it, get rid of it. 
The following excerpt is from George MacDonald's The Hope of the Gospel, Salvation from Sin. There is an important misapprehension of the words of the messengers of the good tidings, that they threaten punishment because of the sins we have committed, whereas their message is of forgiveness, not of vengeance, of deliverance, not of evil to come. Not for anything he has committed do they threaten a man with the outer darkness. Not for any or all of his sins that are past shall a man be condemned. Not for the worst of them needs he dread remaining unforgiven. The sin he dwells in, the sin he will not come out of, is the sole ruin of a man. His present, his live sins, those pervading his thoughts and ruling his conduct, the sins he keeps doing and will not give up, the sins he is called to abandon and clings to, the same sins which are the cause of his misery, though he may not know it, these are they for which he is even now condemned. God, bring to my remembrance this day the command of Jesus to get rid of sin in my life. Keep me from the fatal error of explaining away any of the Lord's commands. Give me eyes to see the enormous practicality of this command to discern where sin originates in my heart and then deal with it swiftly and ruthlessly. Give me insight and wisdom to see all Jesus' commands even those that seem figurative, as intensely practical in my life, then give me opportunities to obey them. Thus, Heavenly Father, by my serious attention to the sin in my life, may I be an instrument in my small corner of the world for the ultimate salvation of mankind. Amen. From the Commands by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball. More information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com. Visit Amazon to purchase the commands and other books by Michael Phillips.